0: This is Idle Inspiration, the podcast about discovering our new favorite role-playing game or building it. I am one of your hosts, Caleb, and with me is my other (laughs) co-host. I'm David. And we have some familiar faces, maybe not so familiar faces depending on who you are or why you're listening to this. Um, But uh, we have at least some members of our cast for Savage Tide. I think the other two might be showing up, but we'll see. Um, And we're going to do an episode today on the Savage Tide, uh, an adventure path from Paizo uh, that came out between like, what was it, 2007 and 2009 or something like that um, in the Dungeon Magazine. And we played it. We played it back in the day. Um, We did our first like major D&D campaign back uh, and we played it through from 2010 to 2018 june 27th 2010 to uh, i think it was like december 29th uh 2018 so a long way why run, do you know the dates for that because i wrote them down in. you on looked the, them
1: up connor
0: on the obsidian portal <laughs> oh i obsidian wrote them down okay. yeah gotcha and so yeah we have uh connor who played
2: pottle
3: it was basically the kobold version of jack sparrow
0: that is a very
4: good description good. <laughs> we ha-
0: david played
4: uh Delos, which was like it was like any of the fighters from princess bride if they never actually like c- accomplished anything <laughs>
0: That's fair. You're like a Nega Mon- yeah. Montoya if he was incompetent. Yeah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what Especially I was gonna say. His yeah. father had damage reduction, then he
0: damage. <laughs> and we had Lance, who played.
5: I uh, I played Nimlar Sumel. He is kind of like Robin Hood, but a little bit more held back in the sense of he stays more true to his values and he's more caring about the individual like good of the entire town as opposed to just thinking about the individual so much yeah L- less know, about maybe,
0: stealing but... from people and more about like saving a kingdom But also, yeah like,
4: wasn't he an elf ranger wasn't he, he was. basically like yeah this? he was mixed with like Robin Hood. Hood right I mean like like D&D wise he was like character wise yes. yeah
0: yeah personality wise he was not legolas no because Legolas is like aloof always and that was not nimbler but uh nimbler was probably honestly one of the characters who said the most in the game really Um, yeah because you'd always have especially even like, like in combat i don't think most of the time none of the other players like had them their character say things in combat but your character always had some sort of like like heroic speech to happen in the middle of combat you just be like come on comrades we can you know whatever you you always did those, those <laughs> sorts of things your,
4: your character i think actually spoke or you actually spoke in character and i don't yes i think most of us did that like
0: i don't think anyone else did
4: <laughs> we told the story a I, times on this
0: we, yeah. we, we lacked
1: yeah. actually the actual role-playing element of the game yeah. i think
0: trevor spoke in character sometimes that's what um, i was gonna say um, yeah. as yeah. dagoth because dagoth has a very particular voice um but anyway, uh, that other voice, what you heard in, in face, if you're looking at the video, of this is uh, Seth and Seth plays Jericho, the glass cannon. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good description. D- are, were there any the, other like demon possessed, <laughs> demon possessed glass cannon? Even
1: uh, insert anime where you get an awesome power and you kill half your friends <laughs> here. Yeah, I, I was one of the only anime friends fans back in the day. That's
0: fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> It was like you and Jared. Explains a lot. Yeah. And then I think eventually, like about midway through the campaign, David and David, Trevor, and Lance all got into anime. Um, That
4: explains why your character was constantly doing things like trying to wrestle giant bow (laughs) (laughs) constrictors. Yes.
0: Oh bring Uh, that up! Seth, like if we saw if we saw the the campaign through the eyes. Of like particular characters, the, the, seeing the campaign through the eyes of Jericho uh, Munschar would be seen in, as an anime. Oh
5: yeah.
4: Did um, he yeah. try and wrestle an once? When it came the to the giant snake, did,
5: did no, he no, actually no, no, I actually talk it out of killing us? Say, say that or again, Lance. Did you give me the the role when it comes to the giant anaconda or whatever it was that was like trying to kill Seth? I remember talking it down from Uh,
0: you probably did some sort of animal handling check as a ranger that's what it was
5: okay i just feel like i wouldn't have actually been able to talk it down i was just wondering if you had given me that
0: (laughs) (laughs) i may have i was i was a very it was really interesting i was a dm who didn't want any of your characters to die because i was invested in your backstory so much even though those backstories almost never came up in the actual game. (laughs) And it would have probably been pretty inconsequential if any of your characters had died (laughs) and you made a new one, but...
3: You you uh, had the promise of this really cool backstory that would eventually yep. come into play and it never we did. never brought it into play which made you want to keep us alive all the more because you were like no you can't die i love the backstory you gotta get to it to some point exactly that's exactly um, what it that's, was it's plot armor just classic I mean, and plot we did armor. We, we
0: actually did get to the backstory at the end of the campaign the very last session uh, <laughs>
4: yeah eight eight <laughs> years later when we were like adults <laughs> and when i realized my character didn't have a character voice because i'd never voiced him in character
1: uh <laughs> so, yeah. yep. And here's the tale of Jericho and Scott are jumping on animals that should not be jumped on featuring the works of the boa constrictor and the rogue The rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Uh-oh. remember that. So you, I actually listened, I, I was going through the
0: quotes and one of the quotes kind of shed some light on that. You didn't actually try to grapple it. You just got grappled by the, by the rock. And it was like flying you over the cliff and it was going to drop you. Yeah.
1: And I sliced its wing.
0: What what is so funny is like if we were doing that campaign now i definitely would have had the rock drop you off the cliff like it would have happened <laughs> and i would have been like come up with some way that you don't die here
4: i mean i couldn't you teleport and fly he
1: like, could. i could fly teleport we we i'm not sure like he could help. fly
0: at that point in the character level but any anyway we're we're, we're starting to just like uh, yeah. rabbit trail off into <laughs> random stories i'm gonna try to keep this a little bit more focused um. So normally, right, like uh, David and I would kind of co-host this, but since I was the the game master, or the dungeon master of that particular campaign, I'm going to go ahead, kind of lead our players through some questions, through some things uh, to kind of get you guys talking about the campaign, what you liked about the campaign stuff, you know, to talk about uh, so on and so forth. Um, let's see, where do I want to start here? Um, I don't know. I mean, is, does anyone have any just like general thoughts about the campaign as a whole? Like how how... what was it like for you like for a lot of you it was like your first like long-running role-playing game of any sort
5: Um, yeah it was my first of any type yeah mm -hmm. um when it comes to savage tide specifically i can't i only have a few things to compare it to but i remember the story um was it had a good sense of mystery. Like I didn't know what was going on with what was it, like the dark pearls. The or shadow the pearls, sky, yeah. Shadow <laughs> pearls. Um, and I had no idea what was going on. I, I always struggled because I couldn't be there as much as other people. Yeah. Because of college. But the fact of the matter, like we got to go on that huge the thing that sticks with me specifically was the mm-hmm. huge ship ride that took so stinking
2: long. <laughs> like I will three forever months be in, game time. in my
5: brain. <laughs> Yeah. at the same time, that's that's part of the fun was that we got to go on those mini adventures that sometimes you just had to make up on the spot. I remember you telling me.
0: Yeah, there was definitely points during that voyage specifically where like it says in the game, you know, in the adventure path, like it has certain things that happen along the road, but then or along the, you know the trip but then there'll be like random spots that you can like technically have an adventure in it's like hey here, here there's this ruin here but you, we're not gonna write anything about it you can make something up if you want to and of course every single time we got to that that sort of thing you guys were like we're about we're exploring we're going on it right now there's treasure and so i had to make up stuff every single time but it was fun i honestly ended up using a lot of those to like uh uh, foreshadow other things uh, one thing i realized is um you you guys met a, like a lizard folk tribe along the way as you were going down that uh, uh the coast or whatever and the lizard folk tribe had like uh this weird disease that like their skin was like sealing over and everything was like crusty and they were like slowly going to a comatose state mm-hmm. that ends up coming back in the sixth adventure and you guys like when you meet a, a tribe of troglodytes um uh, we did yes. that one on we did that one on roll 20 yeah yeah i remember that and and I had foreshadowed that apparently, like, and it, it honestly was like four years ago at that point, <laughs> right? Um, yeah,
3: we're, but, but the funny thing is, is we got there and you were like, do you recognize these guys? And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. yeah,
0: that was also the session that you killed the shaman who was causing it all with a door.
3: Yeah, yeah! Oh, that was so good. Where yeah. Trevor just kicked remember, down
0: the door on the, the yeah, guy and killed him. I remember game.
3: Trevor took the took the lead in that like little adventure because he was lizard folk. Uh, yeah, he was lizard folks who was like, "These are my people."
5: <laughs> so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: oh that was so good. Be right
5: back. Was it circumstantial that Trevor chose that race or was it like specifically for the campaign?
0: No, pretty much circumstantial. I know he just wanted to play a lizard. He wanted to do like dragon stuff, right? He mm-hmm. was a, he was a dragon yeah. shaman, so he played um uh, yeah and our other two players who aren't he- are here um and i guess we, we there was like several other people who played in this campaign um trevor and jared were the other ones who who were in theory supposed to be here um but trevor played digoth uh, a lizardfolk dragon shaman uh, and dragon shamans are like you know they worship dragons and have magic and are mostly tanks but um also have like cool things besides that but yeah he he basically like um uh he chose lizard folk because he wanted to do like dragon stuff and breathe underwater and all that stuff um but yeah it's like a plus 26 to swim or He did, like that. In yeah, in play male armor in play in full play male yeah. armor yeah uh-huh um <laughs> but yeah he he chose that and we just we ended up making story around that the fact that he chose to be a lizard folk and decided to be from the isle of dread in in the actual book there's no lizard folk tribe in that area like really you know. mm-hmm. yeah we just we oh, just wow. added that all yeah that's 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 another thing that i definitely want to talk about a little bit is like just the the difference between the adventure path and the actual like thing that we did because there's some fun stuff that we can dig into there but uh, anyone else have any like general thoughts on the campaign as a whole i mean it was
2: a lot of fun a lot a lot of fun um but uh
3: yeah like david said it was like we weren't real people we we were just we were mostly just playing a game but uh, the, I remember specifically the NPCs were just amazing, even though we could never remember their names. Like I remember <laughs> just, just interacting with the NPCs just felt like so much fun. There yeah. were these characters in the game that like, I guess you could say they were like foils for our characters. Like we didn't really have yes. characters until we had to interact with people. Yeah. So when we had all these NPCs, especially on like the boat ride, um, like Avner, which was which really brought out the worst in all of us.
0: <laughs> that that's when you realize that all of your characters were were chaotic neutral murder hobos. Like that's <laughs> yeah. you were the stereotypical <laughs> murder hobo D anD D characters. That's what that's you were. Right, um, I'm proud of it. Except for except for Nimlar.
4: I tried so hard. You did to get people to do the right thing, and and, and I honestly, I was in the session where you were all super mean to him.
0: So. No, you weren't. Yeah, I and honestly, and uh, that. yeah, we so I, it, one of the things we joke about during the the campaign is we have um the 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 crazy people who are um Connor, Seth, Nate, and Jared, right? Nate's Nate's one of the other people who was part of the campaign, and he played a half dwarf, fire giant blooded fighter who was specialized in mounted combat, even though he barely ever got to use his horse. <laughs> um but they were the people who like always got into shenanigans and we we called the the triangle of reason was was Lance, David, and uh Trevor. <laughs> and uh yeah. So you guys uh you guys were the people who are constantly like who got the closest to like actual character development and <laughs> things happening where you guys like had reasonable plans
4: didn't hurt that my character had the same absurd level of swimming that that um trevor's character had except to diplomacy i think true or something
0: what what was so funny about that too and i think we were talking about this last time we recorded an episode david about like um uh you know, character speech and out of character speech, that sort of thing. Um, was right. that when, I, when I was listening back through some of this, like there's a point, right. Where you say like, all right, I just succeeded on this diplomacy check to convince someone not to be depressed anymore. I don't, right. I don't know what I say. I say something great and that's I all
1: you, right. Like first D&D. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. Um, like when I talked to half or out uh, of killing himself on the ship,
0: Um, Yes, that is on that was one of the most significant character moments of the campaign. I feel is that half orc and his arc of like, do you guys remember where where you guys met him originally? We beat the crap out of him and then his friend killed himself. No, that's not where that's not where you met him originally. You you beat the crap out of him after you met him originally. You you met him uh when you were going through uh Sasserine, the main city you guys start in, right? To get during to Lavinia. The yeah, during the, the during the festival, yeah. Yeah. You, you Connor, um, got uh bumped into you by his gnome friend and like the gnome friend was like gonna try oh, to like, pick yeah. a fight with you, and then you stole stuff from him and then the oh, half-heart got mad at you. Cause he yeah. was like trying to break up the fight at first, and then <laughs> the half art got really mad at you, and then later you guys met him in a bar and beat him up. <laughs> and then he came on the ship as a passenger. Um, and you notice that he was depressed and eventually it came out that his friend had, like, killed himself. Um, and yeah, he he eventually got to the point where he, like, tried to commit suicide and then Lance climbed up the rigging while everyone else distracted him and then the guy let go and then Lance got a 20 to catch him with a reflex save. <laughs> Every amazing.
2: life is worth living!
0: Exactly. I actually, so I, I wrote down a bunch of the quotes. Um, let's see if I can find, find that one. Um reflex yeah he lets go no i grab him make a reflex save 20 um i think yeah then you said every life is worth living yeah it was good it was good but honestly Uh, the only thing in the book in the like actual magazines that says anything about that character is that first initial encounter with the gnome and the half orc and the parade in the festival he's not supposed to be a passenger. He he never becomes anything else in the whole rest of the campaign. But because you guys had had a significant encounter with him and like yeah. met him later, I was like, I'll put him on the boat. We'll see how, let's have, see what happens there. get
5: on your
1: part. My one of the cool like things that stuck out with me in the campaign was the fact that Connor had every broken piece of equipment imaginable. <laughs> let's get let's 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 give this two and a half foot tall lizard the ability to walk on walls and go invisible oh i see what you're saying and i'm gonna give him this mace that he can just
0: well so that was that was connor's specific thing connor decided to take a feat in the game like as a character he took a special feat so he could be proficient in war maces yeah um i don't know why i I don't know like I i
3: remember i remember years later being like why did I do this? And could, then I was you like, you could
0: have been way more effective with like multiple
4: weapons doing yes. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was uh, so silly. I mean, I, and I think remember it's being like pretty effective, anyways. When you dropped off the ceiling and maced things as a rogue, who did it Oh yeah, stuff.
5: every fight I remember. Does that have a ceiling right now? Okay, I start climbing <laughs> <from my wall. laughs> <laughs> the
0: wall. Yep. What's so ring funny? The invisibility uh, kept you invisible through
3: attacks. Which was yeah.
0: Insane. Yeah, you well, got it you got me
3: invisible through attacks. But,
0: okay, so the uh, ring he found the ring at first, right? I gave him this ring yeah. of invisibility, and and he it, it came off every single time he attacked at first. And then he just did it again. Cause it was like a bonus really? action or free action or something yeah, like yeah. that.
3: Yeah. Um, so, so I was like, but was then like, he got permanency.
0: Exactly. He got permanency on a greater invisibility mm-hmm. cast on him. At, like later. Yes. Um, so and i was
2: just
3: always invisible at all times
0: yeah what i was just going to say is reading through that other uh savage tide adventure path um and we were talking a little bit before the 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 irish started recording the episode so um just to to specify um i went back when we were actually playing this game i like read through uh, a, a write-up of the adventure path uh, of savage tide on uh, rpg.net you it was fun to kind of compare the two, um and that's those boots of slippers of spider climbing, right? They were actually like an item in the book, right? So, like in the Kraken's Cove, you're supposed like it's there, uh, and so the other group ah. found those, and there was another character who was a uh, a bowman, who that that's a, that was his thing. He he constantly was climbing up walls and then shooting people, um and so it was fun to just be like, oh, there's their pottle.
4: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I feel like that would have worked a lot better if our rogue was a bow user and yep. stayed on the roof. Yes.
3: Yes, it, it would have been. It, yeah, it it would have been, but it, it it would have been a lot more effective. But I feel like it's just not nearly as cool. Oh, it as would have falling been falling from the ceiling <laughs> yeah. and just bludgeoning someone. Yeah, uh, did I ever take like significant
0: fall damage? No, no, you should have, but you know, I should have.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I when Jared played that wizard for that those two sessions when we were fighting the the shadow pearl shaman (laughs) when he casted fireball yes
0: so that was actually a fun part is the only character in the whole game who actually ended up being like a caster except for david schumacher's character who was a cleric who was there sometimes but then most of the time you guys just had him there to heal you (laughs) as an NPC, um he uh yeah your, your brother lance played a wizard and that was very he was very helpful in all those encounters. And then at the end of the session, he turned into an evil guy. <laughs> and then you guys got to see what it was like to have That's a wizard right. fight
2: you.
3: Yeah. yeah, that was not fun.
4: Me fly and away. That, and then he, Lance he shot him with like a 24 shot. Oh yep. Yes. Yeah, that was insane.
3: And then he set off a shadow pearl. And then he shot off a I, shadow pearl. And, yeah. and then I remember just being like, Why are we all yeah. gonna die? Like, what's we, the point of this?
4: Made, a, made up a thing for me to do where I played to my loot. Because that has half barred and for some reason that kept us all from dying. Because otherwise it can't it, be recommended.
0: It wasn't. It, well, you didn't explain make it up. What
4: a shadow pearl
0: did. Oh pearl. yeah. Okay. Let's let's explain a little bit about yeah. Savage Tide as an actual right, campaign. Yeah. So sa- the adventure path of Savage Tide, right, is based around um, trying to stop the plans of the demon lord Demogorgon, um, who is a like two headed ape baboon thing. I just recently bought the last magazine of the Adventure Path. We never ended up getting that far, but like I I I got it and it's great. Um I have my giant pile of magazines right here. <laughs> uh but that's the whole idea, right? And Demogorgon is like trying to fill the world with these shadow pearls. It's these little black pearls that when they're cracked and blood is sprinkled on them, um then uh, a wave of energy goes off that turns everyone if unless you make a will save into a horrible chaos beast um you know the deformed, deformed and mutated and stuff uh so what you probably did david was you you did your like bardic whatever to give people a couple of bonuses on your on their will saves um it was probably an
4: actual thing maybe i feel like we i just made a roll and you were like there's a bubble and somehow you don't die because
0: don't no you guys all had apples like you guys could have rerolled those i'm pretty sure you guys did
4: uh,
5: Apple, I remember. Your didn't it. we have another one go up at some point and we like teleported to like another dimension momentarily or something? Or we put it was, in another dimension? That was the end of the game.
0: That was the end. Of, we'll, get, we'll get to the end of the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. The others, you, you, the three times you guys significantly had Shadow Pearl show up, except for the end, uh, was in Kraken's Cove when you went to there originally and saw the aftermaths of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. When your brother lance uh dropped the shadow pearl uh and oh, on the isle of dread and then the, on the third time was was on well was uh at Farshore, the the colony on the isle of dread that your benefactor was her parents set up and you guys went that's why you went on the boat ride in the first place was to go to yeah. the isle of dread and like set up this colony right or, or help it succeed um and Vanthus showed up and and, dro- and drop the yeah. shadow pearl who vanthis is lavinia's brother who was like who's kind of like the secondary antagonist of the campaign that uh, we defeated in one round and you defeated him in one in no in three rounds but the only thing he did on his rounds was drink potions so he didn't die. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> i was very very mad about that you also well, so i i brought back uh your brother as a evil wizard like deformed like shadow really? pearl thing in that battle too and you one shot at him. <laughs> so anyway, I'm still salty <laughs> about this. Map.
5: I
1: didn't know it. I, I, I remember this puzzle that we were supposed to like actually do in the jungle when we were in the jungle on our way to uh the 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 fort or whatever. Yeah. And we were supposed to each one person was supposed to take five points of damage or whatever. That was the how to solve the puzzle. But we just kick the door down with our 700 pound dragon person so i think we always thought (laughs) that we did that but i actually listened
0: back through it and i don't think that's what happened i think you actually figured out the puzzle yeah i I, if i remember correctly i listened back through that session and i i was waiting for that moment i was waiting for the moment where you guys kicked down the door and i was like wait a second they never did that we just made that up (laughs) i think so i'd have to listen to it again to like make sure but i think you guys did eventually figure out the puzzle
5: Maybe See, they can mind the whole breaking down the door and killing, let's say. The shaman, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah.
3: See, I remember thinking, well, somebody has to take five points of damage. Let's just bring somebody here and beat them up and <laughs> <laughs> bring one of our NPCs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like some creature that we're gonna fight, like, why don't we just use him? He can he can open the door
0: for us. But yeah, so the characters right in in the the game were on a quest to stop the shadow pearls. Like they were they were helping Lavinia. That was like the the B plot, right? Was um helping Lavinia do her stuff, which was set up her parents' colony on Farshore uh, in in Isle of Dread, uh, make sure that succeeds. Um, but then you start slowly started getting it revealed to you that um the, that that Demon Gorgon was like doing these things with the shadow pearls and trying to put them in all these different cities, um. And then at the end of the the campaign proper that we did, um, before we did the like the last se- session, you guys went to the Underdark to like stop the production of the Shadow Pearls. Like, you went to the place where they make Shadow Pearls and like killed the creature that makes them and stuff, <sighs> and flooded the place. Ah, um, uh, yeah, that was so good. Yeah, that no, was pretty great. Um, real quick, before we kind of like get into those parts of, of the game, um, Connor, David, what, what are your kind of general thoughts on on Savage Time?
2: Oh, man, yeah. Honestly,
4: like, <laughs> I think, like, my uh I can't remember who said it actually, but yeah, it was a lot like a game, like almost more a board game at that point early on, where I was just like, thinking more of it as like a combat game. And that's why when it came to role playing, I literally just rolled and said, I say something, because it like wasn't in the mentality of doing it properly at all. And yeah, uh, yeah so for me, like, that was yeah, it was the biggest thing. Was I was, and ironically, my character was terrible at combat. So like, that was the biggest thing. And then, and then, as time went on, I got more invested in what was actually going on in the characters and stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, that's what it was. Right, it was my introduction to the whole the whole thing. Um,
0: it was very interesting, David, to listen to the whole thing and see that progression because. I, I I remember the point where I think it was session twenty one when we did the Battle of Farshore. Um, you there was a moment where you were talking about game mechanics um for the first time, right? And you were like, I think we were like lamenting about some sort of thing in 3.5 where it just didn't make right. any sense. And you looked at me, David, and you said, sometime we should make up our own like combat mechanic. We should make our own combat yes. system like for fun. And I was I looked at you, I'm like, why would I want to do that for fun? <laughs> and that was the beginning of this podcast, oh, right? So right there. Funny. That was it. Yeah. That was the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> much. Um, that was also the session. It was I thought this was very amusing. That was also the session where Trevor. Said we should do a campaign sometime and record it specifically for YouTube. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you wait, Trevor.
2: <laughs> it's so
0: funny that yeah. your
3: friends planted the ideas in your head as to what your like the goal of your life would be later
0: in <laughs> mm-hmm. later in life." Seriously, yep. Yeah, those it's sorts also... of things. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say real quick, I was going to say like those sorts of things as I listened through Savage Tide were very obvious to me. I was like, whoa, like there are the seeds to like every other part of my life are in this campaign. Like I can see all of them. It's so crazy.
5: I can't imagine. Um, I was going to say, is that the campaign where we were trying to defend the shore from the boats like invading the town and everything? I remember really, really enjoying that. Because I that's had an experience, something where you had to like do so many good things to be able to make sure that's a success overall. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that part of Savage Tide.
0: Yeah, honestly. So that's that's the fifth adventure, Tides of Dread. Um, and the whole thing, right, was that the Dragon Armada. Um, by the way, I would just like to point out, I changed all of the names of the factions in that game. Um, so the actual name of the Dragon Armada is the Crimson Fleet. Um, I just changed that's all the uh, So that the reason so I more menacing. I know the reason I cha- changed it is because one of the factions is named Zelkaroon's Horns. Actually the Iron Brigade, um, the the guy, the faction, you guys are a part of the monster hunters. Um, I changed that one na- right. name because Zelkaroon's Horns. Zelkaroon is the dragon that was like part of Sasserine's original history. It was this whole big thing. and I ended up cutting all of that and that didn't actually happen in our version of Sasserine. So I was like, well, I got to change this guy. This one's name. And I was like, I don't know. I'll just change all of their names. So it's like our own thing right so yeah that had
5: to have been confusing constantly changing that
0: if you if you ever listen to any of the things you would constantly hear me act almost saying the wrong name for factions a lot of the time (laughs) like as i was reading through the book i'd be like uh the crimson fleet i mean the dragon armada ships um
4: (laughs) going i say crimson fleet sounded kind of familiar so yeah i must have must have caught that a couple times Mm -hmm. subconsciously probably what's the
0: crimson
1: fleet caleb (laughs)
0: Connor, what about you? General thoughts on the campaign? Um did you already say say that? I think you did. Yeah. I think you said yeah, it. Yeah, it was did. fun. Yeah. Here, yeah. okay, let's let's we can move on then to um, <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> yeah, we we've talked a little bit about like um our experience of role-playing games and stuff like that. I, I know that this uh this campaign was very interesting to be like that jumping off point and see like the whole arc of me like figuring out how to dungeon master and also how to manage a game if you if you look at like the first couple sessions that we recorded versus the last session like the the savage tide finale it's so obvious to me how like i was so impatient so like i was really bad at dming because i would everything was arbitrary like it, i i I wouldn't yeah you know there's just a lot of stuff that like you can see like the kind of arc of of how like i became a much better dm not even necessarily through savage tide but like through savage tide and beyond obviously but like looking listening to a session in 2018 and being like oh okay this is me actually like trying to (laughs) manage this well and give everybody a satisfying ending to their characters and making the combats interesting and and hard and it was fun to kind of see that um if, he, if anyone has, like, a brief thought on that, on, um, like, the, the idea of, like... I, I think we probably have already touched on that a bit, actually.
5: Um, well, I think the fact of yeah. the matter was that at the beginning, we were all kind of... Even through the mid part, I remember us being kind of crazy. You guys and, were, yes. And you, Caleb, were trying to keep us kind of going in the same direction. Like, multiple times, I remember you being like, Pottle wouldn't do that. You have to remember this. It's about the character. And I think... Little did he know. On, <laughs> that is exactly what did. Understood that, was, that a little more towards the end. Yeah. And then Caleb was also willing to let us go a little bit outside that boundary and like let us be a little more creative if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, I think my that shows how more. you and Connor grew throughout this.
0: For sure,
1: yeah. I, I honestly got to say I had more fun playing later on in the game. I actually look forward to it. Yeah. Um. Because I I wasn't really into the whole role-playing thing. I like the world. I like the stuff. But at the same time, the impatience of everybody in the room made someone with me with, like, really bad focus control. Really impatient Like, come on, let's go. Let's get this. Let's get this. Let's get this and then we'd spend forty five minutes in one combat sequence, eating pizza and talking about, uh, yeah. which Lord of the Rings
4: sword was the best one. I mean, 45 minutes is pretty generous. I don't know if we ever had a combat. that was only 45 minutes. I don't think Never,
0: so. never in the entirety of Savage. Tide. like three ride. hours wait, on wait, what, for a single combat.
3: What about the fight with Vanthus? That was probably about 40 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that was part of one giant encounter. Um, But yeah, oh, I was going to mention the Tides of Dread, the the fifth adventure, because you brought it up, Lance. Yeah, like, uh, honestly, I think that's probably the strongest adventure in the entire game, in the entire adventure path. Because the the one where you have to defend far shore from the pirates. Um, Oh, that's the. I I got into a tangent because I started talking about the Dragon Armada. That's why Um, when the Dragon Armada ships that came right, that's the that was the whole thing. Um, uh, And you knew that they had you had had, like three months to do it or whatever
5: yeah yeah. what was our plan like i remember us being really elaborate but i don't remember any of it
0: well that's the thing the the book actually yeah. gives you like a whole bunch of different things to like try to do to like build up Farshore's defenses and you guys just did it all like you you filled up your time really well with just like you got okay. really high amount of victory points <laughs> like there's there's an amount of victory points that you could have gotten that like um makes it so it's like a sort of win or whatever but you guys like got like full victory
1: you, you guys did a oh, lot thought. of stuff
5: yeah we, uh, like, me, me and connor
1: sabotaged an election you did yes exactly <laughs> what?
5: i do not that, remember
0: that well that was the whole thing with <laughs> Avner. that was the <laughs> that reason was they harassed Avner, where, where jared had the hat to disguise right and he <laughs> pretended to be Avner naked and then peed on lavinia's front lawn <laughs> and they did that because it, Avner's uncle was the person running against lavinia for mayor
3: Alright. <laughs> so we were we were playing politics.
4: <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's what that was. Didn't we have like dinosaur cavalry?
0: Um, yeah, you had uh okay guys, you had like six ankylosauruses that were supposed yeah. to run through the center of the town and trample any of the pirates that were landing on the shore. I think the first idea you had was to have all the ankylosauruses lemming off of the cliff onto the ships. But I think we eventually I eventually talked you out of that one.
1: We had a bunch of tribal, tribal men.
5: Yeah, you had omens and lizard folk. Didn't we mm-hmm. have, like, catapults or tra- uh, trebuchets or something, like, um, shooting the boats from a different distance?
1: I know you um, had, had one on, on the, the, the ship that we took. Yeah,
0: you had the, You had one on the Sea Wyvern, and you had the okay. Sea Wyvern there. Like, you repaired it after it had crashed, Um, mm-hmm. and so you had the ballista there. That's probably the only one you had. I don't think you made more okay. ballista. That's
4: probably it's all I remember. so much stuff. <laughs>
0: There was, there was a lot, but yeah, that, that was a very fun adventure because of that whole, like, it was very sandbox, right? Like you guys could just kind of go around and do a bunch of stuff that would help the the end battle.
1: I would love to do another campaign campaign with that kind of style of like, you know, Hey, we got to come in and help these people get ready for this thing. Um,
0: well, so the Pathfinder campaign Kingmaker is very similar to that. It's very sandbox, yeah. and uh, that's actually the one that the people that I was referring to earlier that I l- listened to the, or read the write up of. They did that campaign next.
4: Isn't that? Didn't they make a D and D, like, C- or, yeah, CRPG in Kingmaker? Isn't that the actual?
0: Oh yeah, that is the actual campaign. Title. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I feel um, like. Yeah. I feel like our
3: RPG group in general just. We always were looking for sandbox. So when that that adventure came up. Yeah. It jived we, really well. Yeah, it jived really well. Cause our entire like purpose or goal in the game was to like was to power up, right? But then also to like do our own thing and create our own story, create our own moments. So then you gave us a situation where by creating your own moments, you're powering up and like mm-hmm. defending the far shore better. So it was like the perfect the perfect thing we were just so excited to be like look at all of these places we get to explore and also we've been stuck on a ship for so long we were like we we're like
1: finally we have this whole open space to yeah. to roam and, around and it actually felt like we were being cooped up when we were on that ship too it did yeah end, I it really just did. Being
5: like skip skip <laughs> nothing <laughs> happened today. day
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> because i planned out every single day right every like, day uh, like out three, months, worth like of three? three months, literally three months, where I, w- I, I had written up every single day what the weather was like that day, what actually happens on that day. I rolled up we random late, encounters every day. I, I really did.
5: yeah <laughs> Can we just stay on that for a little bit longer? Sure. I, there are two things I remember specifically from that whole ordeal. One is when we went to like the uh, vine, like we went through a vine
0: so what happened there and that's that's the end of the sort of kind of like penultimate end of the the sea campaign or the the sea adventure um because he you should get,
5: have died right there
0: you guys did two of you did uh. <laughs> remember uh <laughs> seth, seth and jericho died or um jericho and and pottle died yeah. um and lavinia had to pay to resurrect them <laughs> um but yeah that, that basically what happens at the yeah. end right is that um uh a living sargasso like this giant <laughs> thing of seaweed like captures your ship like in in the middle of the fog like whoosh, like engulfs it and you guys are stuck so you had to like go to the heart and like kill the <laughs> do you remember when i i put on the kraken of the track from mm-hmm. pipes of the caribbean I, two I on repeat that. for like seven hours
5: <laughs> yes i permanently remember that fight whenever i hear that song now
0: uh-huh same man same <laughs>
5: I you know that
1: that was like that was bad role playing and like fighting on my part because I should have made sure he wasn't immune to lightning after I cast my last spell before I died. I know it was so funny.
5: <laughs> you you yeah, did know. that on
1: purpose. I was I
0: watched on purpose.
5: <laughs> I don't remember even how we beat it. I remember the last thing I remember. We had a dragon in. That- david was down in like a ship or something like i tied a rope around him and i pulled him out yeah he was nearly dead you had
0: to save him or pottle um <laughs> oh, I had to oh. Choose.
5: Yep. oh my goodness you had to choose <laughs> and then That's i remember awful. looking up and i saw that one dragon coming because he needed some way for us to survive
0: well, we knew the characters existed, and Trevor Skirt. You know, Trevor wasn't there that session, yep. but we were like, well, I mean, he, it was it makes sense that he would show up, and so we had yeah, we had yeah, Trevor, yeah. Trevor riding his dragon friend show up, and Deus was, Ex Machina. Uh, you out of that, that situation?
1: So How many of those did you give us, though? Deus Ex Machinas? How many do you think you gave us?
0: Well, there was at least that one. I don't know, maybe one or two more. I can't remember off the top of my head.
5: The other memory I have of us on the ship aside from me saving the half work yeah was the memory of us fighting the other ship mm-hmm. and yeah uh trevor <laughs> going underneath yeah, yeah. lightning breathing i think it was yep. through the ship <clears throat> multiple times and then the sh- ship started sinking <laughs> yep <laughs> and then i used uh entangling vines or whatever it's called
2: Mm-hmm.
5: so the people couldn't move so the ship went underwater <laughs> and the people just drowned yep was nope.
0: the- <laughs> i remember that so so um the the dragon armada ships right um they there was like a blockade you guys had to go through like a a, a section of, of sea where like you knew the dragon armada ships like patrolled a lot and lavinia was like all right so i think to get through this without getting you know getting attacked by dragon armada ships i think we should go in one at a time you know like one, one ship at a time we'll, we'll kind of thread the needle and probably it would be easier to not spot one ship as opposed to both of us together and you guys were like what do you mean not get attacked by the dragon armada ships <laughs> <laughs> we want and you were like no we're sticking together because we want to get attacked by the dragon we armada ships.
1: experience points <laughs> exactly
4: there is no 3.5 is merciless with experience points. I mean, for one, there is no way we weren't going to get attacked, anyways. We might as well have multiple <laughs> <Yep>.
0: ships. <laughs> I, I actually don't remember if there was a chance that you could like get through that on skates. Um, I'd I be shocked if there was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had a I had a, a mist cloak spell that I couldn't use on both the ships, but
0: there was something like that, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, what's funny uh, about that Lance um is uh, just real quick uh is that adventure, right? The Sea Wyvern's Wake, the the ship one. I think that the reason that that's probably sticks in our memory so much is that was probably the most consistent gaming we did in the entire campaign. Like we did that very regularly and we went through that that adventure like everyone was there pretty much every time and mm-hmm. like it was very consistent. So like that's probably why it sticks in our memory so much.
5: How many sessions how how many people did we have at most in our campaign at one time i remember one time we had the entire table plus like one other person that it was, was nine.
0: Th- that was the um uh the the mega session we did with your brother lance it was okay. everyone what was, was everyone was there so it was um well the only person that wasn't there was david schumacher so it was connor david seth trevor Jer- well jared wasn't there at that point either uh, so it was really? Lance Nate and your brother so it was seven I think honestly I don't think we ever had more than seven we had we definitely had more players than seven in total because right. we also had in addition to the well you know taking off your brother um, <laughs> we have I definitely just accidentally did that <laughs> that was amusing Um <laughs> I am trying to count fingers. Um, uh, we, have we have the six. We have Jared. Goodness. Jared and then David Schumacher. And then... Ian. Ian, but that he only did for one session.
1: And Trevor Marsden. Trevor
0: Marsden played, played one session too. And then if I, if I counted Jared already, then that's ten.
1: And
5: then... Did David Schumacher have two characters?
0: no he only had one he did um well yes he he had one at the very beginning the first couple sessions he had a, a wizard i believe um and then but he didn't
5: enjoy it you said right yeah he
0: didn't enjoy it and then he because i think he rolled really badly on stats and so he Uh-oh. he had his character die off and then we uh um or no i think he just left the the group but then he made this fae, weird fey creature cleric dude um who ended up marrying lavinia um, Aldina. There was a whole subplot where he was trying to. Okay, so I have a couple of quotes on that one. Um, uh, real quick because that that's funny. Um, at one point, Lance, you said you're just marrying her for her money, and then he, David Schumacher said, "What can I say? She has beautiful money."
5: <laughs> I totally forgot that he was trying to hook up with Lavinia. Mm-hmm.
0: it it, ostensibly it was for a political reason because um his like race was part of like this it was near sasserine it was like a political marriage so that the that his race could like get a hold on like politics in sasserine or whatever but Mm -hmm. mainly it was just because david wanted to be rich
1: (laughs) can't blame him Mm
3: -hmm. i'm sure i'm pretty sure that you also many a times were like you know you're not actually going to get all of her money right like you're not going to get
2: like you're not going to inherit all of our money yeah yeah (laughs) like
0: yeah that's pretty funny um so i have a couple of questions for y'all uh what do you think so uh, we've kind of talked about this a little bit but for those of you who haven't answered yet like what is your like favorite session like uh, that you can remember oh so not like your first favorite like specific time but like your favorite Uh. like general like Adventure I mean, session.
4: It's really hard for me to remember things in sessions, like it's all just kind of like a general blob in my brain. <laughs> but I remember specifically the one session that we played pretty late on when uh, my daughter came back from a time compressed area, like dimension, and killed me. That was the twenty uh, fifth
0: okay. anniversary session. Yep. Actually, killed
4: me. Yeah, and then um, that was also the time that somebody's character no jared's character got turned to do a bunny and died yep uh that was an yep. eventful session that was the one i think that sticks out the most in my head but it's probably also because it's one of the most recent <laughs> yeah that
1: was in so. twenty seventeen.
4: no
0: it wasn't that 18? it was 2015 i believe oh, really 14 no, okay. or 2015 oh. one of those
3: Oh, I think it had to have been later than that. I think it was like a year or it, two it wasn't because most.
0: we we definitely hadn't we hadn't done uh, Crow Inquisitors yet, and that's 2016.
1: Oh wow, yeah, yeah, and it, we we, were, we went to
0: a Brandon Sanderson signing right after that.
1: Yep, I remember that wow. one thing.
0: Because remember, you we found this little stuffed bunny in the bookstore, and we sent a picture to to uh, Jared. <laughs>
1: yeah, I thought Jared came with us.
0: No, he didn't. He was going to, but I think he like ended up feeling sick or something, um, and then not coming.
1: Mm. Oh yeah, I took a spot.
5: Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we well, uh, said that this whole thing lasted eight years, right? Eight years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Crazy.
1: That is crazy. Yeah. How many sessions was the uh, the the Etsy campaign? I mean, adventure.
0: Uh yeah, I can find that. Let's let's check that out. Let's see. We did that around like 2011, 2012. So we did where is this oh here we go all right so the first uh was chapter 10 and that was may 2011 uh yeah may 2011 may 28th 2011 uh and then we did honestly whoa it was only four sessions we did that from may to september of 2011 Felt long. From it did, yeah. definitely did. I mean, we did very long sessions, if I remember correctly. It was like eight yeah, hours plus yeah, every time. All of our, our sessions. Eight, like eight hours, yeah.
1: There was a sleepovers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. We, those uh, those sessions were essentially going to work on that boat. Yeah. Um, I think w- w- one of my fa- more one of my favorite um uh, sessions or adventures was, honestly, it was the ship one because there was. It was like it was enduring like because you had to like wait for stuff to happen. But everything seemed to everything bad that seemed to happen to me was meant for Lavinia because we had some crazy chick hiding in the cargo hold the whole time.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that it was the there. so you guys remember the first
0: thing that you guys actually joined in on uh, da- uh, David and Lance was you did like a there was like a side thing that you were doing first where you were like doing the gladiatorio match but like the first thing in the like the actual adventure that you guys did was like take down the lotus dragons who are this thieves guild that yeah. uh apparently were working with vanthus um
5: yeah didn't they have like one of those creatures that could turn us to stone in their basement or something
0: that we? no they didn't through? have a, there was a basilisk later that was during the yeah, ship the I ship think. adventure yeah um oh, but they did wow. have crocodiles you guys fought crocodiles underneath in the thieves uh, guild um, but that was the first thing you guys did was like storm their their base. And then the the, the leader of the guild, Rowan Kalani, uh, she ended up coming back as a, a stowaway, an invisible stowaway. And she was like trying to kill Seth and Pottle, uh, or, you know, Seth and, and Connor's characters because they had been I think. Yeah, I, I think someone was maybe like poisoned at one point or something like that. There's a couple of different things she could do. Was-
4: Was that the lady who turned into a puff of smoke when we killed her the first time? Yes. Oh, that made me so annoying. (laughs) Yes.
1: She
0: didn't turn. Yeah, she had a pet dragon. And you guys, you guys actually captured that guy because he could talk and stuff. And Pottle had him in the basement of Lavinia's uh estate which i thought was hilarious because i had read ahead in the adventures and i knew that the basement like through the basement all these bullywogs were going to attack everybody and i was like well he's gonna get away because they're, they're gonna try to like he, yeah he's gonna take that advantage and and run with it um but yeah you got you guys did to, to capture him <laughs> at one point i
3: do remember that i was like i was like no dragon buddy come back
0: <laughs> yep
3: i was so upset
0: i was like this is this
3: is my pet now and he just ran away i was like he was my kin i mean I'm a lizard, you're a lizard.
0: He definitely hated you. I think you definitely said that at some point, something like that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That he hated me or that I'm a lizard, you're a
0: lizard. lizard. (laughs) Um, Anyone else? What favorite session, favorite moment?
3: I, I think mine has to be the one where we were at Nate's house and we uh, <laughs> sabotage yeah. yeah harassing after and sabotage the politics of the election. I just I just remember cuz cuz it was nobody of the triangle of reason was there. And so we were just like, well, we're we're doing we're we're still helping the far shore battle but you know, we're just doing it in the most ridiculous fashion possible. Way. Yeah, they were doing it by way. Yeah,
0: a couple so of things about funny. that that was hilarious, right? So you had that session, and and David and and Lance and Trevor weren't there, right? Um, and then you guys were actually pretty successful in all the stuff that you did. When we did yes. when we did David Lanson Trevor session, I, I was listening through it, and you guys made this giant plan. You guys spent like an hour and a half, like coming up with this perfect, <laughs> like uh, waterproof plan, like airtight plan, right? And then the whole time I was like, "Oh no, they're forgetting one really important thing," and I couldn't say anything. And then you guys tried to do your plan, and you you were trying to like sneak a bunch of like lizard folk slaves into the his village to like spy or whatever something like that and then make yeah. it with you guys and there were, i i literally don't even remember at this point i don't think i ever said on, on screen on the recording what it was that like you guys didn't think of but the guards all just slaughtered the slaves in front of the gate and you guys were sitting there like <gasps> and and i i could just sense listening to this that the the te- uh the the mood of the room instantly just went down because you guys are all just depressed you're just like no our plan it was so perfect <laughs>
4: It's not what what care was for we forgot?
0: i don't even remember at this point like i don't think it ever got set on the recording either so like
4: so there's right, no way to i don't, don't
0: remember it, yeah, yeah exactly um but it was so funny because right the, the people who never make a plan except they did too they, but their plans were like oh yeah o- honestly <laughs> really bad and <laughs> oh, yeah. should have very much backfired but didn't you you and your guys
3: so many things you were like you were like you're so dumb this is gonna happen if you do this and we were like
0: Mm, contingency (laughs) not if we roll high enough um but yeah it was funny to see the triangle of reason be like because you guys were talking to during the session you were like man this is why this great woman is just us three because like we actually like plan things out like with good plans, and then plan totally failed and i was just like wow how hilarious is this
3: and by warn us i mean that you were like if you are going to sabotage avner like that's such a stupid idea like you shouldn't do that because of all these consequences and then we were like so we have to do it a different way so like so like you you in a sense gave us more than you gave the trio because you were trying to make us not do something which really just helped us to be able to figure out how we could accomplish it.
1: <laughs> yeah very true you know you really shouldn't have let us get away with any of that
0: well that's the thing though like honestly i think and we were talking about this last time we recorded an episode uh david and i um I, I think honestly, those are some of my shining moments as a GM it, during this campaign. Was letting you guys do stuff like that because I, agree. I I think I read the room pretty well, honestly, as a GM during those sessions because I I think I got because if I had tried to make this a serious narrative, you know, like thing where like the fate of the world is at stake all the time and everyone is just you have to stay in character and all this stuff. If I had tried to do that, not only would I not have had as much fun probably, but you guys definitely wouldn't have, right? Yeah. We were all teenagers, right? Like we gotta do dumb stuff. Like it 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 was the most fun it probably could have been be- at three in the morning. Right because none of us had to take it so seriously right we took it seriously at some points right there was a lot of really cool like dramatic moments but oh yeah we were like you know what it's sometimes you got to pretend to be a nobleman and pee on someone's front lawn Uh
4: (laughs) basically at that point our group hadn't yet learned Mm -hmm. to dissociate our humor from the story so it had to bleed into the story really out of <laughs> yeah. yes exactly
5: like, i'm assuming um, with savage tide that it's supposed to be like a very serious like okay we're doing this we have this very much so with the shadow pearls but we just yeah. never took it that way <laughs> yeah and so you ha- yeah. you made the story more relaxed than we, it probably
1: should have been we we really really had had some super defining moments that and yeah, you're right you i just say that you shouldn't let us get away with it but i'm also very thankful you let us get away with it because that was kind of the a really good point for uh, a lot of outside of the game too a lot of friendships because it's yeah. like hey we're all we all want to do some shenanigans let's go do some shenanigans you know
0: yeah and, and i think like for for my sake like uh, even though i think i did a bad job probably managing the game um, I think when it came down to actually um, like wh- the, the content of the game itself, I think I did a pretty good job. Like listening back through, I was like, I, I'm pretty satisfied with what I did with this campaign because we all had a lot of fun. And that's I'm all totally that really matters. Fair.
4: You were trying to, as your first time GMing, manage a group that was almost double
5: the size of a good group.
4: Yeah. So I feel like <laughs> you did
5: a pretty good job with what you had. <laughs> yeah. Plus people weren't showing up every session because of yeah. schooling or work and stuff like that. Yeah aka me
1: <laughs> and you had to deal with the poster child for add so you know.
0: <laughs> um okay so uh, another question i have for you guys then um what is your favorite character besides your own Ugh. like favorite it could be an npc or just uh, like another player's character
1: it's a tie between pottle and Avener, honestly
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i think everyone has very very strong feelings one way or the other about Avener. <laughs>
1: I like I liked how much I disliked Avner because it made the, it made it so much more funny to deal with.
0: And just it just for everybody listening, Avner is the um, like stuck up nobleman that comes with you on the boat uh, and then just ends up being a part of the campaign like the rest of the time. Uh, and he is in the book. Um, and most, a lot of the stuff that happens that happened in the campaign was actually in the book, right? It was like this is how Avner reacts to this certain thing, and so I was like, okay, sounds good. That's how he reacts. But but your guys's interactions with him continually escalated his responses, and so by the by the end by the by the point we got to like the peeing on the front lawn thing, there had been so much tension, or it's not tension, but so much uh, bad feeling between the two parties at this point, oh, yeah. like. <laughs>
1: Wait, who didn't? So, did one of the the party members punch him in the gut like right away after he started barking orders around? Uh,
0: there were a lot of moments where you guys either. Punched Avner, oh, stole yeah. from Avner, yep. harassed Avner in various ways. Threw his clothes
3: over the through his clothes over the side.
0: Jericho often gave him money though, um because yes. uh Seth, being the person that he is, um would one second be like, yeah. "I hate Avner, I'm going to kill him," and then the next second would be like, "I feel bad for Avner, I'm going to give him all my money."
4: That was Jericho's <laughs> signature move. Every time he felt bad, he was like, "Do you want to have all of my money?" And I
0: said, like, "No, <laughs> Seth, don't give me all the money." <laughs> i, I literally. <laughs> jericho had no money at the end of the game like he had That's
1: very true. little money yeah. like uh, i don't need money i am a i'm a nomad i am a, i don't I, he was a homeless he was he was a I mean, That's he, murder hobo murder hobos don't
5: need money i don't, I don't know, know if it was the campaign or if it's 3.5 but i just remember that we always struggled with having enough money to get stuff that we really needed so i think about
0: that way yeah there are a couple of reasons for that one i probably wasn't as good as like balanced balancing like treasure and stuff as i should have been but also the the situation of the campaign itself was weird enough that like there wasn't a whole lot of opportunities to buy things either
4: no there's right in the middle general the whole time like well most campaigns right like a lot of the time yeah.
3: the the most frustrating part of it was we we're on a ship that whole time and couldn't buy anything so we were stocking up money the whole time and then when you get to a far shore you crash and you lose all your money
0: so it was just like what's the point of yeah, this Yeah, I don't know if I had you lose all of your money, but there was definitely like a loss of stuff for sure. Oh, we lost a lot of things. Um, I I
3: remember losing it over half my money. We had Probably. to look. We had Probably. to find our swords and stuff.
0: That is honestly like, one of the weakest parts of this of the Savage Tide adventure path. It's literally in the game. It tells you their their ship wrecks. Like, there's nothing they can do to stop wow. it. It does. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, and to be uh, fair, like, I'm not sure any of you could have rolled well enough to, to um, like, it was a pretty bad storm, but um, I don't know if any of
4: our characters had any experience with boats at all. Seth, like, Seth's
0: character did, but he also didn't have uh, like, he couldn't pilot the boat. He could just navigate. Um, right. It was just like keeping yeah. the boat on course, not like making right. sure it doesn't go down in a storm
4: right he could tell you not to hit the rocks but he couldn't keep you from hitting
0: the rocks. exactly yeah
3: <laughs> seth, seth should have just cast fly on her ship
1: <laughs> i don't think he could have i don't think that's no, he, he uh, um, how that works i no, i could only cast fly on myself and a lesser creature or whatever yeah it was like you had to be smaller than
3: you
0: or something like that everything was like yeah. less level than you or something like that also yeah. i think we really didn't we realize halfway through the campaign that like we had been doing your spells all wrong seth oh yeah oh yeah and so, yeah. you never actually had the fly spell you just have the spell swift fly which only lasts for one round
1: <laughs> no I, no, uh, yeah. no no okay so so i had fly it was teleport that we messed up because it was really pop oh. right yes that's what it was it was, uh I, I was like, because I don't know if you read it wrong on the book or I read it wrong in the book, but I'm like, oh, I get teleport and you read and you read it and you're like, this is broken.
0: <laughs> and it was, I was right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 3.5 in general is just bad. So
0: it's, it, so this is the thing about 3.5. it, it It's, it's interesting like there's a lot of really good stuff in 3.5 um and and listening through the campaign and then having played 5e a lot recently right myself um there's a lot there's pros and cons honestly like there's a lot of stuff about 3.5 that's really cool and, and a lot of it's the 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 variety the sheer variety of stuff uh in 3.5 and the options that you have available to you as a character um it feels a lot more like open-ended in that sense it's also a lot easier from a dm, DM standpoint to custom make creatures and, and like monsters for you to fight because it's all that's like it, it all functions off the same system um but obviously yeah there's a lot of stuff about 3.5 that's Honestly, just broken
4: i almost feel like the variety in 3.5 was one of the weakest parts because so much of it there's so much stuff that it couldn't all be good that was how i ended mm-hmm. up with the duelist class that was useless that's right? fair because uh, there's so much stuff that i can't uh,
1: all and useful. And honestly, Love Holding Up took forever
5: true yes i remember that of, there's
0: so much number cool. crunching in that game yeah that and
5: was, i remember a good part of sessions would just be you figuring out how much xp to give all of us yes yeah, yeah. so
3: <laughs> we would and then and then like the the session would be derailed because we would be talking for like 15 or so minutes while and then we'd be like what are we what are we waiting for and you'd be like i'm still crunching the numbers <laughs> and then when you were done crunching the numbers it took so long to like ring us back in because we were just like distracted okay. by everything else
5: yeah, I've i, I, I was, boys do. Uh,
0: yeah. Playing Spore on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be yelling yeah, at, I mean, at Nate across the room. Nate, stop playing World of Warcraft.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that definitely happened a few but, times. Yeah. You were asking what favorite, favorite characters, characters we had. Yeah, favorite characters. Back on track. For me, yeah. I would I can't remember very many of the NPCs, but I would out of the characters that I obviously know. I would say it's actually the three characters we have here David's character, Connor's character, and Seth's character. Nice. David's because he was like, he was a relative of mine. I found out. And we had this connection. Like, he was the main source for my story. Yeah. And we could be able to play on that. And we had the bond. I mean, like, those were character moments. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. As for Connor's character, he was like the polar opposite of Nimwa. <laughs> I, Hobble, I was always arguing with. I wanted yeah. to do the exact opposite of whatever choice he made. <laughs> and then oh, Seth, man. with his character, he had some, like, he wanted to be an apprentice to Nimwa, I remember. Or, like, you guys had,
0: degree. like, a very much like a kind of like mentor apprentice sort of relationship yeah anger management coach yeah
5: (laughs) yeah Yeah, and I didn't do a very good job
0: I mean none of us
1: did but
5: but I think for me it was those character moments like with all three of them yeah
1: I I really think just starting to talk in Elvin and not knowing that those two were actually forgetting that those two actually started talking Elvin was a very big defining moment and like those guys making sure I didn't kill everybody (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. You're right. What was that? Yeah, there was a moment where, like, I think Seth's character, like, was it, like, your demon possessed you or something like that? And and you started speaking in Elven or whatever because you were, like, I don't know. It was some something weird happened where he was, like, being possessed. And yeah. uh, for those of you listening, Seth's character was possessed by a demon uh, the whole campaign. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, you guys, your your characters both spoke Elvin, and so you like caught him and and made sure he didn't kill everybody. Um, or try to at least. <laughs> yeah, there was something like that. That sounds familiar. Um, yeah. What about everybody else? Characters?
4: Uh, I think my not to like basically say samesies, but my I think narratively, my favorite character was Nimmar because mm-hmm. yeah, we had so much interplay as characters, and like narratively we were very connected and I enjoyed that a lot. And then like from just like a, a viewership perspective pottle was always doing really ridiculous stuff that was as a character infuriating but was really funny so, <laughs> so i was like he was basically the funniest Yeah. um so yeah i think those those are basically because again i don't remember a lot of the NPCs as well um i do remember that my character was like i i know that my character had some kind of romantic uh, relationship
0: with yeah it. there was like an on and on again off again like Will they? Won't they? For a really long time, because yeah. Dalis wasn't really a character; it never happened.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, and also his backstory was my child and wife died, so I was like, this seems insensitive. <laughs> yes. But you know, um, but uh, yeah, well, after, we had a couple of technical difficulties there, and while well, during that uh, we were talking to Seth about his favorite characters. So yeah, go, go, go ahead, Seth. Seth. Um,
1: so I said, um, entertainment-wise, it was Abner and uh, Abner and. Connor, um, Spottle, yeah. and then as, as for like actual like content and creation was Nimlar, but then I also went on to say that me and Dave kind of got the, sh- the short stick when it came <laughs> to our characters because we didn't know what we we didn't know we didn't want to be healers or spellcasters, but we didn't want to be Joe Schmo like the fighter fan. Joe, yeah. But
0: what's interesting about five or uh, about three point five though is like fighters actually can be really really specialized.
4: Like I was gonna say, I was lamenting that when I remade my character as a fighter, he was like a thousand percent stronger because mm -hmm. I did all the same things except instead of having to crit to do literally any damage, I was critting on like nine on a nine, literally on a nine, same amount of damage, and I attacked it like twelve times, and I was like, this character is the exact same, just a different class, and he is. (laughs) objectively like at least 200% as effective yes <laughs> like that it was is the same uh... and that yeah so yeah, I, I was...
0: i'm I'm pleasantly surprised that uh people are choosing pottle so much for like their favorite character yeah
3: i i am too i was like i was like this i feel so good I, I felt like i was so annoying as a kid that you weren't <laughs>
1: i know i know <laughs> I, I think looking i think looking back on the annoying part of it is what made it good. Is like I think we all just like assumed
0: that was Pottle speaking and not you. <laughs>
4: well, and like said, like, in character it was annoying because we were all like, What are you doing,
2: in
5: character? <laughs> up the so... game play, I think if we were to do it again, we would probably make it so that we were like, Okay, funny. Let's let's get back on track. The, right. the engines would just go on and run. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. And Trevor or not Trevor. Connor would keep trying to like actually get away with what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um uh, it's pretty bad
0: well what's funny about well, pottle too is honestly i feel like he's probably the main character of the savage tide really
1: yeah that, that's kind of how i felt towards the end as well I, so honestly in the yeah. last session because he because he went through what three different parties
0: well yeah that's the thing yeah, he's the only character the that only went character, from beginning right? to
4: end right uh, Yeah, okay i was just saying, i felt like trevor was the main character because he became a god or something i don't remember but he didn't become a god
0: he he got dragon wings at the end of the of the game. Um, yeah the whole thing mm-hmm. there uh. but yeah i mean the, the thing with pottle right is oh. by the end of the campaign when we started like actually thinking through what are our characters motivations um yeah <laughs> connor was like well Jembe jared's character right, the the human fighter who had like a spiked chain and then a holy great sword and stuff um he betrayed everybody to the demons right um and pottle's like oh my gosh what my best friend in this whole party like did that to me yeah. and and then he he kept like and i had
3: some actual character development yeah he had there. some actual
0: character development over the next couple of sessions where you were like really overprotective everybody of everybody um and then at the end when we did the finale you were basically like yeah i think like the story of savage tide is like pottle watching all of his friends die and having to deal with that <laughs> yep. so. right that was it, basically the
4: universe in 10 million years
0: oh yeah. when my first oh, we'll we'll talk about the finale
1: <laughs> when my uh, when my ninja character was obliterated in front of Ponel after when we started oh, rolling yeah, of the yeah so you sad. made you
0: made literally there's the ninja class and you n- made a ninja as your first character in savage tide yep. um and it we was said that so was bad. he was an elf ninja he was a very bad He was a very bad character but we we uh, made it made up that he was like some really powerful assassin um because he was dead now so it didn't matter um and he had he was the one who had killed Seth's parents, um, Jericho's parents. Um, yeah. It, what was actually funny though too um, is when I got to the finale and a lot of the stuff we said at the finale, like because I had listened to everything at once, you you had said something about Jericho like I'm gonna go find the assassins, um, right? Uh, to like finally avenge my my, my parents or whatever. And, but and I, find this out, but you'd already found that out. You already knew who killed your parents and that he had died in some cave somewhere. So I was like, I just think we just didn't pay attention.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I think I at the end of the uh, like, not to to spoil the finale, but spoiler. Um, I went with David to go help Nimlar You at the, end of the campaign?
0: Yes, you did. That's true. Yeah. I
1: which went, which was,
3: is, was the perfect ending for his character. Wow. Yep. I
1: was like, I, I gotta go help. I gotta go help my mentor. It like, I'm not, I have nothing better to do. Yeah. Um, um but yeah. Okay. Uh, does anyone, has everybody said their favorite character? I,
3: think so. I, I haven't. I yeah. You
4: know?
3: Oh, yeah, so I as much as I'd love to be like, all oh, y'all are my favorite characters too. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, oh no, my favorite character was Dagoth for sure. Oh, I, yeah. uh, Trevor's character was <laughs> He
4: was
0: pretty great. Trevor's li- so lizard folk dragon shaman with eight wisdom and six intelligence.
3: Yeah, I, I not only did I just love just his character in general, but uh well, I should say, not only did I did I love our interaction as kinship, but very true. Especially his, just looking back on it, I feel like his character was the most interesting uh, for three point five because his yes. his mechanics lined up well with his character, which which was <laughs> which was hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> like to have his his character actually be his mechanics, where, where he was the. The, the dragon shaman person who worships this the dragons you, that, right. that ended up perfectly into like what his character was about and the things yeah. that he loved and did like him him wanting to go and like be friends with that bronze dragon that we found mm-hmm. on the on the voyage like that was both mechanical and a part of his character yep. and it just
4: it worked yeah. so well yeah. he was probably the most cohesive yeah
3: yeah and, and um, just all the interactions we had with like lizard folk people he was, <laughs> he was just like these are my people and uh the kicking down the door on that one guy like mm-hmm. uh, there was just and and the scene where he like drops down and is attacked by all those monkeys <gasps> that and is he, still he just so one of my armor. favorite
0: scenes yeah <laughs> he, he was attacked <laughs> by a mob a mob of fiendish baboons and yeah. he was just like Ruh! and lightning breathing them it was so yeah. great
3: there's a, uh, there are so many points that you can just or so many yeah. things you can point at for Dagoth that just made him such an interesting character. Yeah, I know on I'm, I'm top sad of the mechanics.
0: I'm sad that Trevor couldn't make it because like, yeah, yeah he was yeah. definitely a very interesting guy. I,
1: I think uh, a good, great de- uh, depiction of Dagoth is here's the big scary guy the whole party hides behind dagos because of his so seriously rubber. no one <laughs> yes. could hit him i
0: remember at, the, at the in the yeah. finale right there was like a bunch of demon yeah. crocodiles that were I attacking you that. guys like 12 of them and yeah. he literally for like 15 rounds like the entire length of the combat because trevor had to leave we just had him fighting these fiendish crocodiles and i think one hit him the entire time <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. well, i think didn't he go down by the end of that like he was almost i think he was almost you know dead, you might be right 15 crocodiles for like 10 rounds
0: but yeah, yeah he had done that yeah it was insane and everybody else is and doing it always
5: yeah. i always knew that we were gonna be okay when dagoth was there because he was yes. so overpowered
3: yeah <laughs> yeah. that's why yeah. that's why seth and i died that one session <laughs> yeah dagoth, the only reason we died is because dagoth wasn't there yeah you fought the boss without your
0: tank
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah, man um one person I wish was here right now is Jared because I want to know why he would spend so much time reading the rules just so he could break a character to make Caleb here. Mm-hmm. He read <laughs> all of those spells
0: so many times because when like, he he got rid of Jembe and then made a wizard, he was like really p- powerful with that wizard. Well, Seth, I think
3: you
1: answered your own question. He <laughs> did that to break the game. <laughs> I, I understand he did it to break the game, but like that's just how Jared plays role playing games. I was gonna say like I, I, the fact that Jared has broken so many characters mm-hmm. since I've started playing with this group, it was is ridiculous. But I feel like there's a permanent like face palm in Caleb's forehead from everything. <laughs> It's like soccer. <Sokka. laughs>
0: yeah uh another question what's your favorite thing about your character
3: i I, the favorite thing about my character is the fact that he he as ridiculous as he was and as how like immature i was as a kid Mm -hmm. his his storyline actually followed a cohesive plot line and had meaning to it towards the end yeah and and like just me growing as a person and, and growing as like an rpg player i realized okay what is the actual arc of this character and it was like it actually is cohesive from the very beginning where everybody yeah. all of his friends died yeah and then he just he he, he was like following the storyline of like a kid who was abused by his parents or like whatever and now he just is like trying to find love in all the wrong ways by yeah. being an idiot
0: yeah and trying, by, to by and trying to draw attention to yeah
3: himself. and yeah. i was just like wow this is so sad and yet it's it's such a great storyline where towards the end when he was just like oh, what exactly did he do at the end because he didn't follow after anybody did he well that was that was actually
0: that was actually the no 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 that was actually the entire like end of the campaign lavinia was asking you like what are you going to do from here on out and and jericho was like you got to come with us and and lavinia's like you could stay here and you're like i can't do either of them i have to go find my own way and you literally just went Uh, off by yourself
3: yeah which which is the first time he did that he was always trying to get like exactly. approval from other people, and yep. it was like the Zuko storyline. I have to find my honor my own way, yeah, that was yeah, that was cool. i I just I loved that
0: mm-hmm.
5: I'm glad that Plus, we were able to finally get to that point, both as players but with our characters, yeah being able yep. to make it make a story that actually felt genuine
0: yep it's it's always the most satisfying thing to uh close something out like that and get get mm-hmm. like closure on the on those sorts of campaigns. Yeah. And else was a favorite thing about your character. It could be mechanical or um narratively.
4: I think I mostly just liked my favorite thing about him until I made him as a fighter and he was like super strong, but that was for one session, so was that he had like, an absurd amount of diplomacy because I could basically just say whatever i wanted and it was very hard for me to fail
0: (laughs) yep it's like (laughs) don't kill yourself
4: 32. (laughs) exactly i was just like it was basically like D &D doesn't care about this and i'm the reason that that works because anytime it comes up i can just be like we don't care about this either we're all plus 19. all right yeah (laughs) and it was yeah it was it was nice to have such an incredibly because diplomacy is basically the only skill you need it to be socially competent so it was nice to have such a <laughs> like a monopoly on a whole section of human interaction via one stat, just because Dean doesn't care about it at all. So yeah. that was pretty great, honestly.
0: Lance, what about you?
5: Um, I think with my character Nimlar, I enjoyed his story. Like, obviously, it's not the most original. He he is disowned like he's thrown out of his own kingdom and he's trying to collect enough money to be able to get a group together to take back what's ever officially his.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And like, I enjoyed that story. I didn't get to, uh, I wasn't there in the last session, so I didn't get to see it all the way through, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed the fact that he was, um, he was one of the key players when it was like doing the right thing. Yep. Um, I enjoyed that part of him, but I also enjoyed how he fought. Like I was trying to always support others. I wasn't the best at it. It was it got a little bit repetitive, just like I shoot more arrows. Oh you're only bad at
4: support because you kept killing everything yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Um
0: Yeah, I don't know how we even mentioned at this point that Lance got critical so much. We I think we mentioned it briefly, but yeah, Lance constantly was, would roll critical hits 20, It like wasn't 20, 20. real it, it like i literally still don't believe it <laughs> I did, it just it, it, it devised, broke the laws of probability
3: it, it did i it, it just didn't i didn't understand i just it, he had loaded die
5: i didn't have a special like crit range either it was just natural oh. 20s constantly yep. yeah which i is, think yeah, you had was... a
0: 19 to 20 actually on your oh, longbow he yeah i think something. longbows automatically have 19 to 20 or something like that um okay. But I know. I know. At the very I least, by the so. end, you had a 19 to 20 crit range, but you still yeah, would only the get end.
2: 20s.
3: <laughs> maybe by the end, but I just remember like thinking about it and being like, "I think you got like, like, to get so longbow crits? or something." I think that's what it I was. think he. I think he did later, but he would. But I specifically remember that he would still just get natural 20s. It wasn't right. just 19s; exactly. it was natural 20s that he would get lost. Yeah. So it wasn't even like it, it didn't even matter that he had the extra crit range. It just. I still got just, the dice. Just, I'm, yeah, I'm good To go. Yep, it's ridiculous.
1: Seth, what about you? Um, honestly, my character was pretty boring in terms of uh like end game content. Uh, I was gonna my character was gonna sacrifice himself, but like Jared pulled something, pulled a rabbit out of hat, and um, one uh he had a really he he was a a victim of a good backstory but horrible execution and play style. Um,
0: what was funny about the campaign with your character and that aspect of it Seth was the fact that like there was a couple of points at the beginning of the campaign that we brought up the demon possession thing a lot but then it became annoying enough where we just kind of let it go for a while and then nothing happened with it I think at one point you were like you had like you were talking with a a demon outside of yourself and like there was something going on there but by the end of the campaign it was like we hadn't brought up the demon thing in a really long time and then we we finally got closure to it, but it was like we haven't actually done anything in this subplot for twenty sessions.
4: Yes, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, ironically, um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, David. I was gonna say, ironically, even once we stopped doing the demon possession thing as much, it still had the same effect in that your character was basically like always doing the crazy thing that was <laughs> making stuff like where we had to like try and fix whatever was going on, which was fine because that added conflict and it was fun and
0: jericho's demon possessed jericho's not demon possessed what's the yeah. difference <laughs>
4: yeah well and it's funny because like i mean your character was like i think 16 so it wasn't yep. even like if i was 16 and had crazy demon powers i probably wouldn't have been a lot different than your character was <laughs> in, in that setting so like
0: knowing it, you as a was a 16 year old yes i agree it with was this. Believable
4: <laughs> and funny and uh and it, it added an element of like um, you know, unexpectedness. And I was just remembering when you mentioned the more recent stuff, the very first, actually it was actually when I realized I didn't know how to, how to roleplay play Bayless because your character was standing in front of me and I was chained to a wall. And I was like, All right, I need to ask Jericho to un- chain me. And I was like, I don't know what the voice is, but, and I'm pretty sure you were possessed at the time you were going to try and kill me and I didn't know it And character. So I was like, hey, buddy, can you cut me down? And you were like trying not to stab me to death. And it's like, buddy, can you, can you cut me down? <laughs> and it was so funny. Um, and it was because, yeah, your character was always doing crazy stuff. And it was, especially in that game where humor was the theme, it fit because it was funny and it made really crazy stuff. <laughs>
1: that I... I will so, say that I will say that um, my favorite part of my character was the was my acrobatics and the fact that I could I was a basically a dual wielder with parkour skills. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Aesthetically, and- your
0: character was very cool. Mechanically, oh, very true, he yeah. did not do very well.
1: My, my, ka- <laughs> my kamehameha was the best part about me mechanically. Okay. What was your kamehameha? am i seeking that, ray?
0: Uh, oh yeah, you're seeking, seeking ray. ray okay yeah that's fair
2: <laughs>
1: but the
0: the one thing that i remember about the like the, the the most like um iconic thing about striker slash jericho to me was the blade of blood um where you constantly would do like 10 damage to yourself five on each sword to like power your swords with like energy yeah. um and it was just it was a horrible idea for your character absolutely horrible idea because you were so squishy <laughs> but you did it anyway
1: i did it and i got away with it you did get away with it more times than not so it was it, it was fun
0: yeah yeah for sure so so real quick let's talk about the the finale a little bit um so so Nimlar or slash lance uh you weren't there um but i talked to you before the session and we got a cool like kind of <laughs> end moment for N- nimlar because right he had gone back to his kingdom we did like a 10 month time skip i think yep. um and you dalis had been helping you david's character had been helping you to do that and then you had sent dalis back to the isle of dread for one reason or another to like give gifts to i think the the party members um and i knew
5: that they were going to be doing a big fight and i was like i can't be there because i have to rule the kingdom or figure things out here because like leadership has just changed back right but i can't be there but i can give you these resources instead so i basically gave them my apples and whatever like uh money i had right, on yeah,
0: hand. yeah I, I think we ended up like translating that in a lot of ways it's like uh just everyone got like a particular magic item um yeah and and we, we ended, you know, we just ended up making that up like on the spot, like for everybody what they wanted. I
4: think mine increased my diplomacy
0: even more. <laughs> right. It did. It literally stopped me from killing David.
4: <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: But yeah what had happened was dalis had shipwrecked on the isle of dread again um and then gotten <laughs> captured by demons and then taken to the center That's of the isle of dread uh and you guys learned about this and then went to go stop him obviously right uh, go go find dalis and you stumbled upon the last ritual for the savage tide um mm-hmm. right and uh krazog uh dagos brother was there uh working with demogorgon and then um, oh yeah the uh what's it called uh he had like a master shadow pearl in the center of the room and there's yeah. an aspect of demogorgon there um as well right and there was this whole you know the the, the epic climactic boss fight and whatnot and uh dalis was chained in the other room because david hadn't showed up yet um and well we had a couple things that happened in that right seth jericho finally got completely possessed by the demon um well, what happened first was you got possessed by the demon, you failed your will save, and then you succeeded again. And then you yep. died. Yep. And then Sin Striker legitimately just died. And then I made you the devil's bargain of you can come back, but it's not you. It's the demon. Um, and then there was this That's whole thing right. where, yeah, Seth went into the other room. And David was, you know, chained to the wall, and you guys were talking through, and then it was this whole thing where Seth was gonna like kill you, but then he like looked through the possessions you had brought, Dalis, and then found the letter from Nimlar. And then he made the will save to like get right. back in control again. Yeah. That's right. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: What
4: are some other fun is. parts
0: that you guys like from that finale
1: session? When the demon left my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because right, we
0: had the the, the point where Honestly, the end of this of the of the Savage Tide, like the whole like w- way that you won the game was like really cool. Um, right. If everyone everybody remembers, uh, Jared like-, like I was going to say Jared's character, Gorath, right? He, you know, the wizard master of the planes, he figured out he he well first there was two different times during that session where Gorath and then the second time was with all of you went to this plane where um, six seconds is a week. Um, there, yes. right, and so you guys rested for a week before coming back <laughs> to yeah, that fight. Was, that was so ridiculous. <laughs> Get all your stuff back. But was, he has like a plus thirty-two on like knowledge of the plane. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I guess that works. Yeah,
3: it was, it was, it was clutch. But then you, but then you, just... you use
0: his his knowledge of the planes to envision the opposite of that, and a, a mini dimension where. Um, like you know, six seconds is like a million years or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where a million years is going to pass on the material plane, where six seconds passes on on that mini plane. Um, yeah. and so they 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 recommended Jericho to go, um, take it there. I think I think you chose to do that.
1: How did that? I chose, so I think Jared got teleported us all to a pocket dimension where we can mm-hmm. recharge. Yeah, and then um we decided hey, I'm gonna take this to the the dimension where I will literally never, this will never happen again.
0: Right, because basically, basically it, I think the idea was even if you did teleport back with a spell of your own, a million years would have passed and everyone would be dead that you
4: knew, right? mm mm-hmm. Didn't so, find some way to get it back anyways? Though.
0: Yeah, well, I, then, Gor- uh, Jared remembered at the last second. He was like, wait a second, I have this spell. He, I think he had like a limited wish spell and huh. he he literally limited and wished th- that Jericho would be back and like in the same moment, right um mm-hmm. and 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 that happened
1: and then, um, yeah, and then, as I'm doing this, the demon tried fighting me, and I got a net twenty on a willpower save said if you don't like it, leave and oh, right, yeah, you were like, demon, nice. I'm gonna die
0: here, like you know are oh, you gonna right. yeah and and then you 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 intimidated him to leave, like and he literally left.
1: I don't like this meat suit anymore. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. That that finale it, was fu- I have to go. is what I was gonna say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go for work. So we gonna
3: wrap um, this up. In yeah. Let's wrap it up. So, <laughs> or I could just go if you guys want to keep talking.
0: I mean, I this
5: is getting close to a good.
0: We're getting close to that to wrapping up. So, just real quick, right? So we, we had the nb be you know the shadow pearl stays on in this mini dimension. And so the we didn't actually save the multiverse, um, but you because it was gonna like it was gonna set off, but all the planes were gonna be destroyed by this thing. But you had like billions of years before it actually went off. Um, I think it's fine. Yeah, and I and I think what we ended up doing right was the last like thing we saw of Savage Tide was like, um, well, there's th- the last things here real quick is, we we saw the Shadow Pearl drop and then explode right that was like the last scene we got um and then but we knew billions of years had passed at that point point. and then we did like an end credit scene and it was like lavinia talking about like uh you know telling the story to like some sort of scholar or someone and he's like man i'm really glad we wrote that down sort of a thing like that's an amazing story and then he's like well we need a title and then we ended up being like well in this one language that i know the." you know, they're protectors of the world. So let's use the word for protectors. And it was like pro naughty, right? Cause I was going to write that, that series right. a while back. And then we never, I never yeah. did. But then the very last thing of that session was <laughs> you guys walking away to like the ship or whatever. And then Gora said, did we ever tell them we didn't actually save the multiverse, and then everybody laughed?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that I, I honestly think that it that the ending wasn't so much as a victory as it was a. Uh,
0: I think Jared's character was gonna like spend the rest of his life
4: trying to like yes. solve yeah, so the that problem. You had Yeah, that when of years to like get rid of that pocket dimension. Somehow. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although apparently we didn't, because it exploded, which means over the course of those billions of years, no one actually stopped it from existing.
1: Yeah. If you uh, if you ever like actually write this down in a book, uh, Caleb, like ever, I mean, I kept... can't
0: because it's copyrighted. But
1: <laughs> well, well, the inspiration for know. Yeah. You <laughs> have to have like the intro of it of Pottle actually telling the start of the story, mm-hmm. and like go through the, like the the part, and try to figure out how to line up the parties like hey, all these people died before we got this actual group. He's some grizzled innkeeper
0: somewhere, and he's like, let me tell you a story.
4: Like Game of Thrones, be like, here's the main characters. They die, Here's the actual main
5: characters. He has to be some, like, crazy old person in an alley or something. No, let me tell you a story.
1: i i actually could have could see pottle as like an innkeeper when he gets back to sasserine you know because he's Mm -hmm. he's he's loaded because he has all jemmy's money my money you technically still own a hotel
0: there (laughs) remember (laughs) you made the thieves guild into a hotel with oh yeah i was i was making bank on that with the popular swimming with the dolphins uh event oh yeah that's good yeah i mean i think Mm -hmm. i think we'll probably wrap up there um that was really fun to, to reminisce and, yeah. and, and talk yeah. about. Yeah,
1: Anytime yeah. you want an extra guest around, let me know him. Yeah, I mean, I was ready. gonna say, yeah, uh, for
0: sure. I definitely gotta have you, you two, Lance and Seth, uh, on for, for like a one shot or something sometime. Uh, in I, would love, yeah, I would
1: love that. Yeah, I would love that. I miss playing with you guys so.
0: Yeah, for sure. This has been Idle Inspiration, and we hope you are inspired
1: to play some role play games. See ya. Roll for diplomacy i <laughs>